0: welcome to episode six of on an unrelated note I'm Chris and as always alongside me is uh, Daniel how are you today sir you know I'm I'm here and I'm
1: alive and that's there's something to be said for that
0: that's uh, that's really what's most important that's uh, that's good. <laughs> all i got at this point the bar keeps lowering as the days go by i think uh, i think really the bar that's the lowest is just us getting an episode out on uh, any any sort of schedule <laughs> yes um that,
1: that, that tavern down the hill as well but <laughs>
0: I feel like I uh, I, I spend Heck. most episodes uh, uh starting out by promising that we'll do better and actually get them out on time. And it just yeah,
1: happens. just if you're listening to this, don't be fooled. We we won't. <laughs> See you uh, next year. Yeah.
0: I, b- I believe our, our last episode was in September and we were about to meet up and go to Halloween Horror Nights, which uh was a lot of fun. Um, I won't, I won't spend a whole lot of time on the topic since we're so far removed, but, uh, I will say, uh, we had the pleasure of doing the RIP tour, which I thought was a lot of fun, but not being a local, I don't know that it's something I'd ever do again.
1: Interesting. It's, it's extremely expensive. Yes. Um, but it is a, uh, a very nice way to get to do things. And it kind of matches the pace of, like, if you get the, what is, is it even called, frequent fear or whatever, the, yes. the regular, yeah. Uh, yeah. like, fast pass situation, like, you get through everything too fast. And if you just go in with a regular ticket, you can't do everything that you want to do. And this is a nice way to kind of do both because you get some other like behind the scenes stuff going on. So you get to see stuff, but it does take up most of the night you get your money's worth. Um, I'm still, I I still wear my, uh, my lanyard that we got to work every day. And uh, I've actually like gotten maybe one comment the whole time. So that's fine.
0: (laughs) I, uh, actually, we, um, uh, just went, uh, last month to the parks and, uh, I switched over my, my annual pass into the, uh, the lanyard that we got, uh, from our, our IP tour. Nice. Uh, I, I will say like my main call outs were, I feel like your guide could make or break your break experience. And we had such a good guide. Uh, Zach was, uh, was excellent. He was, uh, he was really, really good, and he was uh, he was very animated, um, did a good job of keeping up the pace and not letting the group necessarily slow us down. Um, and, and I really think if you didn't have that kind of tour guide, I feel like the night could just be kind of bleh. Yes. Um, yeah, we really lucked out in that way. I mean,
1: he told us that it was his second tour of the day. Right. And you know, those things are what, like four hours close to it. And, you know, he said something about how he'd been there like 15 hours and, you know, of course you, you get in the, you know, we were early in the season, but still you, you kind of get in the rhythm of it. And I'm sure it doesn't seem quite as exciting uh, over time, but man, he had the enthusiasm of somebody who was like on the other side of things being, you know, guided and, and being on their first, you know, their first trip or whatever. And, uh, just, yeah. Like his, his knowledge and his, uh, again, enthusiasm. I mean, we, we really lucked out and, you know, heck maybe all the tour guides are like that, but you know, we, One hope know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, uh, it, you're right. It, it made the entire
0: experience. I, um, I, I do I do like that uh, I feel like there were times when maybe we weren't exactly where we were supposed to be, but it was quicker for us. But uh, <laughs> I did like the ability to bypass the park at times and go backstage and see a little bit more of what you wouldn't necessarily have gotten to see otherwise. And honestly, oh, yeah. it's always nice that you jump in front of the line because I, there have been so many times when I thought those jerks get to go in front of us. <laughs>
1: Uh, those those lines are insane i mean i was there what was it two years before i think and uh, yeah i had to be because they didn't do it the year before so yeah I was there two years before just had the regular tickets and saw like two houses yeah uh in three and a half hours yeah and, yeah it was rough so uh this was a a nice way to do it and i can't complain.
0: Yeah, i um the the main reason i say i don't know that i would do it again is for me on the nights we've gone and done express passes rather than this um you you can you have time to get through every house but i also felt like you had time to really absorb the scare zones. <laughs> and still had a little extra time left over. Um, Like with that RIP tour, we went right up to close pretty much. But uh, I I felt like with the express passes, it really gives you the option to have time to, to see the scare zones a little better than we got to. I felt like the only one we saw a lot was the one through the uh, central park area with the, I can't remember what it's called now with the, the creatures that were hidden in the, the little wooden areas.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't remember the name either. You're you're right about that. Um, I don't know. This scare zones to me are just kind of an added bonus. So I mean, yeah, it they did kind of skimp on some of that, but unless there's like a really good scare zone, um, you know, they're not make or break to me. Um a lot of the the perks that we got, some of the things that we got to see um, that not everybody else got uh, kind of put things over the, the top. Um, oh, and there was food, so
0: yes, that was true. always
1: nice. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. those, those flatbreads were
0: incredible. Man. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I actually completely forgot about uh, like w- what we got in there, but yeah, there was a ton of food options <laughs> in that buffet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
1: they hooked us up. It's uh, I don't know, it's weird, like it's not something I ever would have gotten. Like I, you know, didn't even go along with it until, you know, you kind of got the idea I knew you were doing it and, and I don't know. I uh, I'm on board. It's one of those that like, maybe if I were going multiple nights, I wouldn't spring for it. But yeah. since it's kind of a, you know, once a year at most thing, it, it was, you know, it, it was a nice perk. It was a nice way to go about it.
0: I I definitely had a a, a fun trip there and it's, it's kind of crazy just taking that trip and comparing it to going last month. Um, of course the, the main, uh, the main comparison there was our September trip was, it wasn't blazing hot, but it was hot, but it was, uh, unusually cold Florida for a solid week while we were there last month. Um, we had, uh, we well, I never wore a jacket, but they all wore a jacket uh, every day we were in the parks. Uh, they were freezing, which was kind of a nice uh, added bonus.
1: <laughs> We've been getting some uh, chilly weather for here. Um, we had a cold snap a week or two ago that was the coldest it's been in four years, which is you know predates my moving here. So uh, I think we had last Saturday the high was 50, like not. You know, we were recording this on a Monday, not two days ago, but the week prior to that. Um, yeah, it was uh high of 50 and a low in the mid 30s. So not what I moved here for. But then I <laughs> hear what the weather's like up north. And I'm still oh, still pretty goodness.
0: grateful. <laughs> I like I'm so done with winter this year. I have never like I don't remember a winter in the past 10 years with this much snow and ice. <laughs> Ooh,
1: well, come on down, get out of it. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I just now came to the realization that you have taken probably more At least recently, you've taken more trips to Florida than we have recorded episodes of this (laughs)
0: podcast. So so sadly, um, true. Shows you how much work
1: goes into into the (laughs) fight.
0: Yeah, seriously. Be nice if I could come back with like a trip report or something, but I come back with a, yeah, we'll record one day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, you're busy trying to thaw out up there.
0: (laughs) So I will say, as far as trip reports go, I have been, like, racking my brain trying to understand what we encountered. We were there from January, I believe, 13th through, I think we left on the 18th, something around there. That sounds Uh, right, yeah. And my main takeaway was we went to Disney World that Friday, and I don't know... I really think the last time I saw it that crowded was during spring break. And it's insane to me that mid-January, even on a holiday, like leading up to a holiday, it's a Friday right after school's back in. And it was, I mean, you couldn't, the standbys were insane. And like the crowds were everywhere. Universal was crowded, but not nearly as crowded as Disney World. And my only thought is now that borders are back open, people are rushing to get back over here because they've missed going to the parks. And I hope that's it. And it will eventually just even back out.
1: So that's a large part of it. And even people who are not from out of the country, but are from far enough away that it's like a real undertaking to get here. They've had trips canceled over the past couple of years. You know, they're finally getting to make it happen. Um, You know, you always get a little bit of like post- uh holiday crowds um because you know colleges don't start back for a couple weeks or whatever but i I do think there was an increase of it this year um i was looking i got um i got disney world tickets uh for the wife and the kid um for christmas and i was looking at the you know the crowd calendar to try to find a day that it wasn't going to be insane. And the first one I could find after Christmas was like January 23rd. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, maybe it was still even crowded by then. Uh, they ended up not being able to go that day anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, that even, even January is kind of crazy now.
0: I just like, it's just crazy to me. And like, we're going back in, at the end of May, first of June. And that trip, I fully fully, fully expected to be crowded because it's, I mean, it's summertime in the park. So, I mean, it's always crowded. So, like that, I'll forgive. But I, I did pre-plan and it was partially me testing the waters. And I uh, i bought a day of Disney GD Plus. and And um, the, the biggest review I can give is it was the biggest waste of money I have <laughs> ever, ever done.
1: which is impressive because you know you were at disney world there are plenty of other wastes of money
0: but gosh like i the first thing and, and i knew it was the case was that resort guests get first pick which i mean they did with fast pass whatever but you don't get to make a selection until the park opens So by that time, I mean, you're fighting everyone else who's, or, you know, if you don't get to the park at the right time to start in the app, but I got in the app and by the time I got in there, there was nothing. I mean, I'm not going to use a freaking uh, lightning lane on Winnie the Pooh. And (laughs) there were plenty of those Um, seven Dwarves was already gone. Um, Mm -hmm. The evening had a couple, the only lightning lane I used in the magic kingdom, was Pirates of the Caribbean, and honestly, sure. by the time we got to it, it, I think it had just broken down, so the standby wasn't bad. I mean, it was it was longer, but yeah. it was still tolerable. Um, and then at Hollywood Studios, uh, there were no, I couldn't use it because what I didn't realize was that because of the reservation system, whatever park you reserve to start your day, that's, that's it. It's all you yeah. can use those genie pluses, which is stupid. Like Fast Pass would let you jump into the next park. Right. It was it was such a better system. Um, I I ended up biting the bullet. The kids wanted to ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, so I actually bought, uh, paid more money for uh, a Lightning Lane to it. But um, we uh, queued up for Rise of the Resistance, which was absolutely incredible one of the best mm-hmm. attractions i've ever been on nice. um we queued up for star tours which i mean somebody was using lightning lane on that and that thing never has like over a 10 minute wait so i don't know what they were doing but uh i don't feel like we we might have ridden one more thing but i don't know what it was um really hollywood studios was more so the kids could see galaxy's edge and it was uh kind of wasting time up until it was time to go to the poly so we could eat at Ohana. There you go. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> got to fit that in. Yes, it was a good way to end the night. Uh, Eli actually fell asleep at Ohana. Slept through the entire meal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's impressive. Ohana's kind of a tough <laughs> place to fall asleep but uh,
0: we uh, we did happen to pull up into the parking lot as the uh, magic kingdom fireworks were going off so that was uh, nice. a nice little bonus uh, always good. but yeah uh i in no way would recommend gd plus i feel like there's a world where it's a better system and i laughed because i was thinking like how do you fix it what do you do and the system I came up with in my head was fast, Fast. So
1: yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, that's how I, I
1: don't said. see why they ever messed with that. <sighs> I hate it. Um, it was the, the perfect system in my mind. And and I mean the, the easy answer is that they did it to make more money.
0: Oh um, yeah. But and, yeah. And something I didn't mention is and I texted you this as I as I got the times. Uh, I can't really remember them off the top of my head, but wait times were outrageously inflated. Yeah, Um, for sure. If I remember correctly, I told you uh, Peter Pan's flight was what listed at an hour, I believe. And it was maybe 25 to 30 minutes actual wait. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Um.
1: Actually, I've got them right here. Oh. Um, you said that Peter Pan was posted at 70 minutes, took 27. <laughs> um, Big Thunder posted at 40 and was actually 16. Haunted Mansion posted at 60 and, and actually took 30. So, Gosh. yeah, I, it's kind of ridiculous that they inflate those line times.
0: I am um, I used the Touring Plans app uh for yes. lines and they were spot on. I mean within 5 minutes every single time. I like anyone who doesn't use that needs to be using it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the one you know, not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> no. uh,
1: but yes, we'll we'll plug Touring Plans in Time possible. Um, and I follow they, some yeah, of them on Twitter. Uh, I really like them. <laughs> I don't I am unaware of any of the people involved, but they they have a solid product. Uh, the fact they have a universal version as well. Um, it's good if you are going to both. Uh, but yeah, we've used touring plans since, I think since the first, maybe not the first trip, but definitely the second. So yeah. Over eight, eight years ago now. So yeah, <laughs> it's never steered us wrong. Definitely uh, much more accurate than what Disney will tell you either on their actual signs or through
0: their app. I, uh, I you're the reason I started using it. Uh, you told me to use it back like 2017, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's solid. It's it's worth it. What is it like? Fifteen dollars a year or something? Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, oh, I know the other wait time. Uh, Rise of the Resistance was posted at 120 minutes, and it was about a 51-minute wait, I think, is what it ended up being, which is right at what touring plans predicted.
1: Yeah. That's, they're incredibly accurate, and I know that they use, like, you know, user reports to generate some of that, so it's cool how it's a, a community effort. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I can't say enough good things about it while we <laughs> continue to get, you know, a kind of a, a cheapened experience. Um, those uh, like third party sites and apps and services are all the more important to uh, yes. help you have the most,
0: uh, you know, get the most bang for your buck, have the, the best experience. Agreed. Um, but I mean, We had a good trip outside of that. Uh, It was for uh, Aiden's 12th birthday. So um, it was his pick. It was, we asked him what he wanted and that's what he chose for his birthday gift. And smart kid. uh, Having those universal uh, annual passes makes rooms so much cheaper. It's easier to do that stuff. (laughs) I will say one day, we were, going down for breakfast so there was a bad storm that morning and uh a tornado warning alert went off but i just so happened to have gone upstairs because the boys forgot their uh their mugs for the drinks and uh bethany said it was like a uh <laughs> like a, a war or something downstairs with all the alerts going off <laughs> but uh the best part is the resort never once even acted like anything had happened. They were just business as usual.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, can't let any, anything phase them. They've had enough things get in their way as it is so, tornado, minor inconvenience, really.
0: I was pretty amused by that.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, you hear more and more about employers you know, what precautions they take with severe weather and stuff like that. And I don't know. You kind of, I don't I have, I have mixed feelings about it, but um <laughs> it's, it's tough for, uh, you know, the people who are working there to try to maintain their sense of normalcy. And yes, it's, it's, uh, you know, hopefully that's uh, kept at a minimum, you know, at least we're not in <laughs> Not in hurricane season and still <laughs> won't be when you get back. So, <laughs> uh,
0: well, I, um, I, that was, I mean, that was pretty much the trip in a nutshell. Uh, the, um, and the best part for me was the weather like i just i, I could handle florida that temperature all year long but uh <laughs> honestly as cold as it's been here for two months straight i'll take uh i'll take 90 degree florida too <laughs> yeah it's it's totally worth it i mean everybody has yeah
1: that's the number one line i got when I was thinking about moving here. People said, Oh yeah, it's nice when you're just there for a week, but when you got to deal with it all year, you'll, you'll hate it. That has not even remotely been true. It's, uh, (laughs) you know, I mean, sure there are some things that aren't great about the weather, but ultimately it's just nice to not have to freeze ever. And, you know, I mean, if the coldest day in four years is a high of 50, that's
0: not too bad. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, As far as uh, staying in the realm of of theme parks for right now, uh, I I did find it interesting that uh, SeaWorld came at uh, Cedar Fair Parks with a $3.4 billion offer uh, to buy their parks, which is the second offer that uh, Cedar Fair has received in uh, three years. Because I feel like right before the pandemic was when Six Flags approached them, which... Nothing against Six Flags, but I feel like they hold slightly less clout than the SeaWorld name. And I could be wrong on that, but like I just see it that way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's kind of apples and
1: oranges in my mind. I mean, SeaWorld is interesting in that they own parks around the country, um, whereas most of the big hitters in, you know, uh, Florida and Southern California don't. But um, I still think the sea world name is pretty much uh synonymous with their their primary parks um you know in orlando and and in california and six flags i don't think has like a flagship park in my mind like you know none is any bigger than the other Uh, yes but it's it's just interesting in general that you know you're seeing offers with with these kind of numbers and uh you know, Cedar Fair is holding out They're uh, you know, I don't know what their thought process is, but they're definitely either, you know, in it, no matter what, or holding out for a really, really massive deal.
0: I, um, I was trying to remember, I'm looking at it now. Um, the SeaWorld did at one time have a park in Ohio. Um, and it was in, uh, Aurora, Ohio, which, um, it's been, I mean, it's been a long time since that closed down, but uh, that's essentially like just south of uh, the Cleveland area, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, I, I i didn't see it when I looked up, but the, I mean, they, they closed several years ago. But uh, one thing I, I will be interested in if this happens is I, I love Kings Island personally but my family's not as big of a fan. And for that matter, I doubt you would have been that big of a fan going outside of the haunt because there's not a lot to do for someone who doesn't like roller coasters. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like SeaWorld coming in could help change that atmosphere a little bit for families. Sure. Yeah.
1: It's uh, the, the concept of having a SeaWorld location that far north is just wild to me anyway. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So that's weird, but yes, I, you know, in general, I will say that my SeaWorld experience down here has been amazing. Um, Like dollar for dollar, it's my favorite park down here. Um, You know, is it like the most entertaining overall? No, but they have kept things reasonable in terms of pricing And it's just not as much of a hassle to go to SeaWorld for the day as it is to go to some of the other parks. And you still get really good, like you said, family entertainment, really, you know, quality. You get to see wildlife, you know, you get these shows, you get, um, you know, the for younger kids, the whole Sesame Sesame Street area. And I mean, heck, I'm nostalgic. I, I enjoy it, too. Um, and then, yeah, you know, there still are some bigger coasters and stuff for people that are into that. You still have, um, you know, like the behind the scenes animal encounter things, you know, packages that you can get, you still got pretty good food op- options. Um, it's just an all around very good park for one that is, um, you know, maybe a little lower on the, the,
0: the price scale. Um, I I'd go anytime. time. I, uh, As you said, owning other parks, they own uh, the closest one to me. I mean, close being a relative term is the one in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. And uh, that's a recent, if I remember correctly, a recent merger, uh, them taking over the, the Bush Gardens parks. But I couldn't be completely wrong on that, too. I'm not really sure. I know when we got our
1: SeaWorld passes, um, we the first time this is actually we're pass holders currently but it's our second time around and we got a, a smaller um like price point um but initially yeah it was um it included uh, bush gardens and this was a few years back um i don't know how much before that but i mean you can definitely tell that they're like trying to keep the theming very consistent uh sea world and bush gardens are um at least the the ones in this area are very um very similar and uh, yeah just uh provide a, a good good atmosphere good level of entertainment
0: yeah i i just looked it up uh it was 2009 so it uh was slightly longer than i thought but not terribly long ago when it all switched over sure yeah they
1: um they, i feel like they try to they try to merge more closely as time goes on, you know, they both got Sesame street areas. They actually, I think this year um, was the first that SeaWorld world had house cream, which is usually a Bush gardens event. Oh yes. Um, so, you know, they've hosted that at, at both parks now. Um, they seem to really be trying to make those kind of synonymous, uh, which is cool because at least down here, you know, you've got both, but one's in Orlando, one's in Tampa, and so it's nice to not, you know, if you don't have as much time and you live closer to one or the other, um, you can go to one of the parks and not feel like you're missing out by not driving the extra, you know, hour or so to the yeah. other.
0: And as far as what you were saying there, uh, I follow a couple of people on Twitter who were heavily involved in either production or scare acting at uh, at SeaWorld there, and uh, it uh, it was it was pretty interesting to. Uh, to see their their nightly recaps of things, and to see some of the pictures of of what was going on in their videos, it was it was pretty cool to see uh, how the event was was shaping up, and it you could tell it progressively got better uh, as the season went on as well as they kind of learned what not to do and what was working. Yeah, well, it's respectable that they're committing to to that kind of a show. Um,
1: we went to the daytime. Halloween event uh, at SeaWorld a couple years back. And uh, it's done very well. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the one done at King's Island actually during the day. Oh, yeah. Um, just in terms of like it's real trick or treat centered, it's real kid friendly. Um, the theming is really good. Uh, and so it's nice that SeaWorld now has you know, the, the nighttime show, um, you know, event to, to kind of match up with it, um, because, you know, kind of having both those experiences is nice if you're, you know, you got a family and, you know, you like the part that appeals to the kids and then you like to have things that you can enjoy, um, on a more adult level as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we actually took the, the boys to, uh, the Kings Island Halloween event this year and it was, it was a lot of fun like the candy area they loved the little like the, how they had it all set up and how some of them had like fun little ways to give you the candy but uh the they had some really good snacks throughout the park and uh the the weather was perfect the day we went it was like 75 and sunny so i mean we couldn't have asked for a better weather day um and Sawyer got uh, a little taste of of getting to ride some things and uh i'm uh, trying to uh, Hope, hopefully uh, push him more towards the thrill ride since the other two are chickens and won't ride them with me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it's interesting how, you know, how different kids who grow up in the same family can be. So, you never know, <laughs> I, uh,
0: I, outside of Halloween events. Um, if I think the only, the only theme park Christmas event we went to was Winterfest at Kings Island, but I was blown away like I Dollywood for a long time had kind of held my uh, favorite regional theme park uh, Christmas event. But Kings Island just I was i the only reason we left early was because it got to like 15 degrees. And it was just it was too much. But uh, like it was it was so much fun. Like the entire park, there wasn't an inch of that park that wasn't decorated in some sort of Christmas light. Um, there were pretty sporadic characters throughout. I guess on less crazy cold nights, you'll get more. There True. was a Christmas parade that we were going to stay for. True. I'm glad we didn't because it got pushed back two hours. Um, and it was like, I mean, I don't even know how cold it would have been at that point. But uh, I, I very much recommend the Kings Island event for Christmas. That was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's I you know heard nothing but good things about it. I'm again kind of amazed that they um that they try it with given the way the weather can be up there. Um so, you know, uh, credit to you guys for uh sticking it out. Um with that said, I mean, when I lived up there, I was a, a regular at the uh at the Kentucky Horse Park um uh, Southern Lights uh, oh, yeah. event and I braved some pretty cold nights for that. So, you know, when there's a good show, it's uh you know it's worth dealing with a little cold here and there. So yeah, I'm glad they uh, got it up and running.
0: We uh, we actually missed the horse park this year. The boys uh, about killed me because they asked once a week to go, and it just <laughs> ended up being too busy, and uh, we didn't make it. Um, but with with Kings Island, like we I, to make that trip a little easier, I rented what was built as a uh, luxury. I don't know if they call them cabins. cottages or what but either way they use the word luxury a lot and um, that was an overstatement (laughs) yes (laughs) very very large quotes (laughs) Uh, I I would not use the term like not only did they not have they they had Wi-Fi (laughs) but getting connected to the Wi-Fi was a different story Um, Bethany had a, a test to take for school And she couldn't do it. We just so happened to have just switched cell phone providers and had an unlimited hotspot. So I was able to use my phone's hotspot to connect her so she could take her test. But Wi-Fi was essentially non-existent. The televisions didn't have satellite or anything like that. They had over-the-air channels that kind of worked Um, the the heat really only worked there's not an upstairs it's like a loft so you have to climb this little ladder to get up there the heat only worked up there I felt bad because I didn't know like I was turning it up trying to make the downstairs warm up and I climbed up there once and it was like blazing hot why didn't you tell me (laughs) like I'm going to turn this down my goodness it was it was uncomfortable up there so apparently it's the only spot in the cottage or whatever it is uh that works, and the, I saw they had a little water park. I've heard that's good in the summer. um, their gift shop was nothing special. Uh, we didn't try the restaurant, but the restaurant was pretty inside. It was like big, tall like cedar, i guess plank uh ceilings since the place is called Camp Cedar. I'm guessing <laughs> but uh i I sure. don't think I would stay. Uh, at their resort again, it was nothing special. i mean when when I think luxury, that's you've just described it there,
1: <laughs> nothing works. <laughs> yes, i I do enjoy cold, uh, sparse lack of Wi-fi type locations.
0: Uh, and to make it better, the bathroom door was a sliding door that was really difficult to like make move at all. <laughs> but it didn't actually shut. So, like, if you're with people you don't really know, there's a pretty good crack in the door to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> yeah, it might be more more crack than you aim for. Uh. Oh no,
0: <laughs> oh, boy! But uh, yeah, it's, don't recommend those.
1: Um, Hopefully, they improve. I, you know, I guess since they're they're new, there's
0: a chance. I, th- you know. I think it was their first like full operating season. So I, I'm hopeful that's the case is it'll shape up Um uh, the, I believe they opened back up in April for their operating season. So mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of follow the pass holder group to see if more people go and, and see if I can get more stories or if I, I, I there's an entire section off on the other side that hasn't even been built yet. So you can tell they're wow. still working. And if they get enough people
1: that have experiences like you did, I mean, surely they'll know that something's going to have to change, or they're going to have a lot of trouble booking those places. Yes,
0: I, w- I would hope so. Uh, we um, we had a lot of fun on that trip, though. Uh, we did the the Winterfest that I think we did it that Saturday because I feel like we got there. Yeah, we got there that Friday night. We went to Winterfest Saturday. And then we went to the uh, the big museum in Cincinnati there uh, that Sunday morning, which was a lot of fun for for people mm-hmm. who have never been to that. Uh, it's an old train terminal, and it's such a cool place. I, I it's been so long since I've been, I've forgotten all that. But like they kept a lot of the old terminal signage and everything around the building. It's it's very cool. That's awesome. It's, uh I uh,
1: certainly enjoyed the the. Pictures I saw from there and everything, so yeah,
0: uh, definitely looks uh, worth the visit. Um, as as far as Cincinnati goes, um, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the first Super Bowl in uh, what thirty some years. What was it, nineteen eighty nine? Yeah. I think was the last time they were in the Super Bowl. That is correct. Yeah, I've
1: I've never, you know, couldn't call myself like a diehard fan or anything, but I've got a. I uh, show some support for any team that's waited that long <laughs> and has been through so many like pretty close calls in the years since. <sighs> um so yeah let's hope they can uh can pull it out and
0: you know I've, one I've been more game uh, it's been a lot of years of being a UK football fan and a Bengals fan of just disappointment. So it's nice to have this past like five years of like good football. <laughs> yeah. I started to think either you just flat out didn't like football
1: <laughs> or uh, you like enjoyed teams who played badly. I, I wasn't sure what was going on there.
0: But I really, I really just enjoyed you're just disappointment.
1: A, yeah. You're, which, you know, as a, as a long time Cubs fan, I understand, but um no, yeah, actually you were just a, a very patient fan and you're reaping your rewards now. So
0: that's
1: oh, all man. <laughs> and it's, it's good too for a uh, you know Cincinnati, a city that only has um, you know soccer fans are going to hate me, but you know in my mind, uh, two major league teams, two two professional teams, and um, you know when the the baseball team is uh, never really uh, up to
0: par, you, you know you got to have something. So the, the baseball team always acts like they're going to do something and then falls apart. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I mean, the problem for the Reds is that. You know, they play about what 10 times as many games as the Bengals do. <laughs> sure, and they seem to think that they
0: only play as many games as the <laughs> Bengals
1: do. So, that? uh, that's I have a lot more I stamina <laughs> than baseball.
0: Oh man, well, other than this uh, detour into sports, uh, this kind of talked uh, turned into a theme park round table. Well, I guess it's not really a round table, more of a rectangle. It's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's linear. It's a, <laughs> Um good. But, uh, <laughs> I'm uh I'm I'm okay with that. It was uh it was it was nice, but uh I I promised this last time in September. That was a long time ago. Um uh-huh. but uh I'm I'm still talking. There are a couple people who are going to join us uh in future episodes. Um Joe Rogan, I think <laughs> is one yes. This next nice fellow I heard really likes COVID. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I I've got a couple people that I've been talking to. Hopefully, we can actually keep our promise this time and keep episodes rolling out. Um, so mm-hmm. all of our listener uh, can, uh, can enjoy it. Who is that listener anyway? <laughs> I'm not sure. It's uh, some Just guy in his mom's basement. <laughs> hey, shout out to mom's basement guy i think he just fell asleep it's like youtube the podcast just keep playing <laughs> Yeah. Well,
1: you know we're good for that we're you know
0: that's right need, need some, some relaxation <laughs> i've got um i've got about three people um no one of which is a, a local person who uh, has their own podcast uh, called The the Moose Lounge. Um, I'm exci- excited to, to have this person on because uh, it's a mutual friend of, of ours um, that we worked with. Uh, goodness, I don't even know how many years ago that was. It makes me feel old even thinking about how long ago that was. Ah, well, if it's, if it's the, the job that I'm thinking of, <laughs> it is is. only had,
1: we've only worked four together. Uh, that would have been 19 years ago.
0: <laughs> oh, God. That's, uh, that's around there. That's pathetic. I don't even want to think about that. Let's just pretend <laughs> we didn't even say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, he, um, uh, he's gonna, his name's Amos. Uh, he's, he's. Wants to join us sometime. Um, And I've got a couple other. um, uh, There's a guy who has a a theme park podcast. It's only theme parks uh, that wants to join on here. And there's another local person who I talked to uh, about joining us. So I'm hoping I can make that one happen relatively soon. And then there's a fourth person that I'm going to talk to that I think we'll have some interest in hopping on and just uh, rambling on with this one night. So hopefully we can, uh, we can keep the flow uh, going. Sure. Oh, well, it's, uh, that,
1: that last one you're talking about is Joe Burrow. Um, yes. Every guest is going to be named Joe.
0: <laughs> it turns out Joe mama. No. Except things. <laughs> we're uh renaming him joe mess for that episode it's
1: uh... yeah for sure he'll embrace it
0: it's cool he's an easygoing going <laughs> oh well uh hopefully uh like i said hopefully we keep our promise this time um but uh, you know who knows <laughs> i think we could uh we should should commit
1: to not keeping it and therefore we will probably start putting episodes out on a regular basis since That's we're true. not trying to do it so we're just going to uh, psychology. we're just
0: going to say this is it, we're done, never
1: again and, well, <laughs> we should at least say it'll be the year um,
0: <laughs> join us for our yearly uh, uh, catch up session
1: <laughs> yeah uh, year in review um, yes. it's going to be in, in February every year,
0: national holiday <laughs> the year, <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: We'll we'll come up with there. There will be some some occasions, <laughs> uh, like uh, the release of that movie I told you about last night.
0: Oh. <laughs> That's I'm I'm excited to to see what happens with that. Yeah, uh, a movie full of uh, essentially metal and new metal people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I'm curious I'm curious to see how that uh, how that pans out but uh, well, mm-hmm. tours still getting canceled and stuff make a movie that's true <laughs> well uh, it's it's been it's been a fun one everyone um where we, like we said we will uh, you'll get something I mean might be next week it might be in two years but you'll get something might might not even be from us might be the pleasure of us not putting out an episode
1: that's might be the gift in itself all
0: right on that note I'm going to say uh, we will uh, talk to you next time I was going to say see you but talk to you next time (laughs) Bye. bye bye